Let's continue our daily Bible reading for today. It's Wednesday, the 2nd of February, and we are in the book of Acts and in the 21st chapter. The 21st chapter, as we draw uh, towards the end of, of the book and the account, the historical account of Acts, you begin to see just the heart of Paul, the missionary for his people, and his people for him as well. Imagine this. This is the man who was persecuting the church, who was killing Christians, who approved of Stephen's stoning, and yet... When, when God brings community, when he brings brothers and sisters in Christ together, it's more than just friendship. It's this, it's this love, family kind of relationship. And you see it right here as Paul says goodbye and, and knows that he probably won't see a lot of these people again. He knows his life is drawing to an end. He, he knows he's probably going to be martyred somewhere along the line because he just has this spiritual ants in his pants that just keeps him moving, uh, moving forward. And there's more people to meet, more people to meet. He owes God his life, literally. If God hadn't struck him with that lightning bolt on the way to Damascus, uh, Paul would be on his way to hell. And, and Paul realized that. What a, what a great example for you and me. We're not, we're not motivated in our Christian walk out of fear of God in the sense of <clears throat> we're afraid of God that, that uh, he's going to be out to get us. No, we fear God because we're in awe of his incredible love for us. We're in, uh, in awe of the fact that that he would give his son, Jesus Christ, on our behalf long before we were ever around, that we don't deserve this at all, um, that uh, God's grace truly is amazing. Uh, I once was lost, but now I'm found kind of thing. And because of that, we're motivated by that great love. And and motivation by love will make you an overachiever, whereas motivation by law will make you an underachiever, like what's the least I have to do? And that's the way that the scriptures and, and that God motivates us. Um, he motivates us out of uh, being afraid of God. God, to repent and to realize our sin and that he is going to be our judge. But then having come to faith and realizing that we've been forgiven, now we're motivated by the gospel. And there's never too much we can do. We can't outgive God. And, and there's never a service, whether it be whether it be washing people's feet, doing the most menial thing in the world, or, or going the extra mile and, and uh, giving people the coat off our back and walking that extra mile. All of that being motivated by the gospel. There's no way we can ever repay God for what he's given to us and we see a good example of that in Paul's life. Notice as he travels on, now he's traveling by ship. Um, this is another one of the we sections. Luke is along with Paul in this, and as you read about in this chapter, uh, it's always by the guiding of the Holy Spirit. Verse 4 says, through the Spirit, they were telling Paul not to go on to the church. We as the church, as God's Christian people, um, always pray God's will to be done in our lives. We ask his direction, his guidance by his Holy Spirit, and he does it. He does it. So Paul's saying farewell there, and you see the, again, the passion they have. In the second paragraph, they're starting at verse at verse 7, they run into Philip the evangelist again. You look a little bit earlier in chapter 8, we first read about Philip meeting with that Ethiopian eunuch up in that, uh, in that carriage. So it's not just Paul working in the church, uh, but it's others that are working along with him. There are, verse 9, four unmarried daughters who are prophesying. Uh, they were speaking for God. Uh, men and women do that. Uh, in, in, yet in the church today, we are called uh, to be prophetic. That is to speak God's word to people. And then uh, another prophet who uh, foretells what's coming down the line for Paul. Um, so God preparing Paul, God getting him ready for what's going to happen as he goes, uh, as he continues on in his uh, in his ministry. But Paul's saying by faith, look at verse 13, uh, when they say, what are you doing here? Paul says, what are you doing here? Weeping. He says, for I am ready not only to be in prison, but even to die in Jerusalem for the name of the Lord Jesus. And that's the only thing worth dying for. <clears throat> and it truly is. 
Then um, uh, Paul visits James. So this is the James, the brother of Jesus, one of the elders and the leaders in the church. We read about him in Acts 15 and the council that they gathered together there, James bringing them together, coming up with a decision and then and taking that out. But of course, that decision uh, and what they decided to do there as far as the Jew-Gentile issue uh, continues to be a problem. And there are some that continue to accuse Paul of, of saying, well, we can just get rid of the law. We don't need the law anymore. And Paul's not saying that at all. That law shows us our sin, and that law is our guide for our life yet today. Uh, we are saved by grace through faith. We don't, we are not saved by keeping the law. We're saved as a gift from God. Um, but Paul, uh, not being willing to have anything be a, a stumbling block, he's willing to take that vow to show how serious it is about that, um, that ministry that he has. And, um, um, and so he's willing to, to go that extra mile. Then uh, Paul gets arrested again by the Jews, uh, verse 27, uh, when he goes to the temple. The crowds were stirred up again. They're accusing him of trying to throw out the law and then also bringing Gentiles into the temple, which was uh, contrary to what they believed. But Paul was was uh, uh, preaching the message of the gospel, which says uh, Christ Jesus has come to be the Savior of every single person. Uh, are people glad to hear that? No. In this case, Paul is seized. And they dragged him out of the temple. They're, uh, they're beating him up by the time the uh, authorities of that time get there uh, in verse 33. So they arrest him, uh, put, him in, put him in jail, probably partially just to protect him, uh, but also because he's causing uh, issues and problems. And remember, they're always worried about Rome coming down uh, if they hear about squabbles going on there. Uh, but, but Paul is brought there, and then he gets the opportunity to speak again. So what a great example of what the scriptures say to always be ready to give an account of the hope that we have within us and always means always in any and every situation and we'll read about Paul's little sermon uh, that comes after that. So God bless you as you read.